This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. And let me just say this about Lenny and Squiggy. <laughs> You've talked to me. I've gotten phone calls from you where you just, I just pick up the phone. You're like, Julie. Still, Julie, I got to say yes? this. Goes, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Let me say I this say, about Lenny and Squiggy. Sure. That's what I say to you. you. If you moved across the country. Yeah. You picture this. The show Laverne and Shirley takes place in Milwaukee, right, Martha? Were you a fan of Laverne and Shirley? I was a huge fan of Laverne. Now picture this. Several times in the past and asked me this question. I I need answers. I need answers. Maybe Martha can provide them. They're in Milwaukee. They got these annoying neighbors, Lenny and Squiggy, who throw their door open and go hello whenever they just hello Laverne, and just they just do whatever they want, right? Right. Then halfway through the run of Laverne and Shirley, Laverne and Shirley literally moved from Milwaukee <laughs> to Los Angeles, right? Yes. Who who also joins them moving across the country uninvited and gets an apartment in the same building? Hello. Hello. That's, uh, that, that's an open threat. It's Officer. Like, it's like Cape Fear where you, yeah. you take the camera back and Lenny and Squiggy are underneath the car. <laughs> So you want to be in a play? You want to be in a play? Like like young Julia Lewis walks on the set in the in the auditorium, and it's just Squiggy sitting there. It's like you never smoked marijuana. Um did did Carmine Ragusa also move to California? Yes, he he was there a part of the move because he was Carmine, with Shirley. Carmine was invited. Like. I don't know if you've seen The Invisible Man, but it would be great to do The Invisible Men and have it be Lenny and Squiggy following poor Elizabeth Moss. That'd be amazing. She's like, I know they're alive. I know Lenny and Squiggy are still alive. Hello. Hello. Hello, Elizabeth Moss. (laughs) (laughs) Which did you prefer, Laverne or Shirley, Martha? I'm team Laverne. I know you didn't ask me, but I'm all team Laverne all the time. I too am Team Laverne. Okay. I didn't understand why Shirley didn't want to date the big ragu. As an adult, I understand <laughs> it a little better, but as a kid, it seemed like he was the perfect guy. And so he had a Because he could also sing too. Remember, he'd be like, I go from rags to riches. He always sang that one, that same one line over and over. So we finally be like, keep going. I don't know any more of the song. It's like, I just picked. 
picture you at your dinner table as a, as a, as a young girl, Martha, and your mom or your pop say, Penny, for your thoughts, Martha, what are you thinking about? And you say, I just don't understand why Shirley never went for the big ragu. Well, he was uh, he was presented in the same way that Happy Days presented Arthur Fonzarelli as the coolest guy ever. Laverne and Shirley presented the big ragu as a <laughs> god. Yes, and he was supposed to be the ultimate like hunk. I thought Carmine yeah. was the panty melter because they would always put those big uh, butt panties on for Carmine. I thought because that was also the first introduction I had as a as a young woman that like guys like big butts. Because they would have those underpants with like butts built into them when Carmine came around. Am I dreaming this or this is Yeah, real, this sounds right? like something you're making up. This no, is, it this is, is not. No, this, this was not a part of the show. It at was all. too. They had no. panties that had butt cheeks sewn into them you're, and they'd wear them for Carmine. No, the, the, I think you've got coronavirus. <laughs> I think this is one of the signs of coronavirus. What? Is, imagining is you, big butts well, in Laverne and Shirley being loss sewn Loss of into- smell and taste. Or hallucinating that they sewed butts into Bernie <laughs> Shirley's in underpants. In order to attempt Carmine, I assure you this is very much real. Um, when I was in first grade, a kid at my school wore a leather jacket and insisted that people call him the Fonz. So. And you all did, of course, and nobody... I don't get mad at him. It was that when you were a kid in the 70s, there was a lot of moral outrage over pretending to be the Fonz or I don't remember what else. A dollar, when movie tickets went up to a dollar, we were outraged. When, yeah, the, the, you, you, you know, you need then that kid dressed as the Fonz should have gone up to the movie theater, the marquee, and punched it once. And then the tickets would all come out for free. <laughs> I did that with soda. Yeah. Then I'd be like, yeah, all right. Now I'll call you the Fonz. I'll call you Fonzie now. You punch the window of the ticket, the the ticket booth, and we all got free movie tickets. <laughs> then I'd be like, yeah, all right. All right, Fonzie, what's next? Hey. <laughs> Remember when Mork showed up? Oh, that was great. Mork, when Fonzie fought Mork. That's like the, the Marshall universe. Like he really you know, kind of was ahead of his time and having all those, oh, I guess it was, no, it was not ahead of his time. He was exactly of his time to have those Kids crossovers. like Star Wars. <laughs> we need to get a Martian on hey, this show like they I have on Star Wars. I saw this guy so coked up out of his gourd. I saw this thing last night called Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, and I met and this kid at the comedy store. He will work for Coke. He was out of control. I put A and B together. We start shooting tomorrow morning. We should get him to play a Martian on this thing like he did on the, like the stupid, Star Wars. This, you know that stupid shit the kids Ooh. like? Oh, well, I found through. a different kid who's coked up to the nines and you he's willing to do whatever stupid shit. He was at the comedy store. He scratched itches he didn't have. He didn't tell two jokes the whole night. He just he was- ran <laughs> around. He did voices yeah. and he did. Then I realized that was a homeless valet. So then I went inside <laughs> of the comedy store and this other kid was even more messed up. You should have seen it. So we're going to make him a spaceman on our 50s show. So oh, so me- tomorrow morning, write a script. Yeah, let's get him on. 
And uh, and some girl that's real thin and looks good in pants. Oh, oh, Captain. One, two, three, four. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. People, the writers were probably like, we have some concerns. We don't know what this script is supposed to be. And they're like, well, Robin Williams doesn't care. And Gary Marshall definitely doesn't care. So yeah. good luck. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.